JM and the AM on a Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, Parshas told us, and Rabbi David Heber is with us live via telephone. We had, we had well, some years we never even get to it. I'm glad, finally, that it's almost Rosh Chodesh Kislev when we remembered we must analyze the year 5778 with our calendaric expert and consultant. Rabbi David Heber is a Kashrus administrator at the Stark A. He is the rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in Baltimore, Maryland. Rabbi David Heber, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good to you and to all your listeners. You know, it's funny. We always quote the Hasidic, um, um, the Hasidic um, um, directive that one may say Gemar Tov until Hanukkah, but in our case, with me and you, we really should say Gemar Tov, because, <laughs> or, or at least a, uh, you know, because for us, this is the beginning of the year, because we finally have gotten an opportunity to analyze the brand new year of Tufshin Ayin Ches. Um, well, first of all, Rabbi Heber, I guess we'll start with this week, because uh, tomorrow is uh, Shabbos Mavarachim, well, Ben Shoshchodesh, which will start tomorrow night. And uh, that means that we read Machar Chodesh as a Haftorah instead of the regular Haftorah of Parshas Toldos. What could you tell us about uh, Shabbos Mavarachim that includes Machar Chodesh? Okay, so of course, that's, that's well known. The Machar Chodesh is tomorrow, as you've said. We're actually in a dry, we're completing and finishing a dry spell <laughs> of Machar Chodesh. It's yeah. been uh, 19 months. Wow. You've got to go all the way back to, to Ear of a year and a half ago, Erevish Chodesh Ear. Of a year and a half ago, when uh, well that year's Pesach was a Shabbos, so Rishchaydish year was Sunday Monday, right. and it's a year and a half, over a year and a half since that's happened, and that's the longest dry spell because when you think about it, it should happen um, every every six months or so technically because Rishchaydish you know goes through the week is Sunday Monday Tuesday etc. I'm trying to think what we missed. Oh, what well, we missed? Okay, so we got to go through. We got to go through that. Let's see. Um, Russia, well, Elul, back, you go back a year and a half ago. So Elul was a El Sunday. Elul was, was Shabbos Sunday. Anyway, okay. you don't do Machar Chaydesh right. Elul. Correct. So that, that was knocked out. Right. Then you had uh, the next opportunity would have been um, Rosh Chaydesh Shvat was a Shabbos, and then Rosh Chaydesh Adar was Sunday Monday, but you had Shkolem. Ah. So that, that got knocked out. Ah. Um, ah. And then, let's see, the next opportunity... <laughs> Would have been um, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, which was Shabbos Sunday. So again, you had the Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, so you got Rosh Chodesh in there, right? And yeah, now, now we're I here. get it. Yeah, once you said the Arba uh, Parshios the Shkolem, then then I then I understood already. Um, now, speaking of Haftorahs, and I'm not trying to throw you off track here. If there's more to say about Machar Chodesh, let us know. But uh, we are about to embark on a holiday that has a major impact on a Haftorah. In, am I correct that it is extremely rare because of Hanukkah that we ever read the Haftorah of Parshas Miketz? Yes, that is true. How often do you think it happens? And I, I know I'm putting, a, I'm putting you on the spot, but... It's about, I think it comes out about one in ten years or so. Is it that often? Uh, I would think it's even less than that. Wow. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a while. Here's what has to happen. And what you would need, I assume, is Hanukkah to start on a Thursday night, would it be? And then, uh, yes, and then right. Mikates would correct. be, and then Mikates would be Matzah Hanukkah, frankly. Correct. Exactly in other words, right. you'd light Friday. In other words, on Thursday night, you'd light eight candles. Exactly right. So that's really like it's quote unquote Isru Chag right. Hanukkah, uh, which happens, and that's the only time. So, so you need what happens. It's a year where Rosh Hashanah has to be on a Shabbos, right. and both Cheshvan and Kislev are twenty nine days. 
And so what happens is um, you have that, you have Hanukkah ending again, uh, Matzah, as, as you said. Right. And that's why I, I get once, at least once or twice here, Mikate, someone comes over with the Chumash. Why, why is this Haftar of Mikate here? You know, you know what that Haftar is? It's one of the most famous stories in Tanakh, actually. It's the, it's the story of Shlomo HaMelech where they came with the child, you know, the two mothers yeah, arguing. Yeah, that's that Haftarah? That is that Haftarah, yeah. And, and, and the people in your shul are obviously saying to you that we never say it anyway, but that, that's not true. It, it's rare, but we do say it. Right, so it's coming up. We, last time we said it was in the year, uh, I believe in the year 2000, at the end of the year 2000. Oh, so that, it's, um, it's already 17 it was, years. It was a while ago. That's already 17 uh, years. 18 years ago. Right. And then the next time we're going to say it is 2020. Wow, I believe also at that. So you have a twenty-year gap wow. between uh, between one and the other. Very long interesting. Time. That's, that's that's longer than the average. Yeah, but, a kid uh, who has real Mikates, boy, he, yeah. he, he ain't reading that after yeah. for quite a while <laughs> after that. Rabbi David Heber is with us live via telephone, doing a little calendaric trivia as we like to do toward the beginning of a brand new Jewish year. Now I'm sitting here with a pretty prominent Jewish calendar, and tell me if I'm right or wrong. This is also Rosh Chodesh related. I'm sitting here with a prominent Jewish calendar, and on the 29th of Tishrei, on the 29th of Tishrei, right, right before the two-day Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan, it says Yom Kippur Katan. Is that a mistake? Am I right? There's no such thing as Yom Kippur Katan in the month of Tishrei? Correct. Yeah, that is a mistake. So it's a mistake. So right. and if that's correct, then then my calculation that the most Yom Kippur Katan observances you can have in a year is eight is likely correct. Because you cannot have it in Nisan going into Iyar, correct? Correct. You cannot have it, as we just said, Tishrei going into Cheshvan. You can't have it on Chanukah, correct? That's Correct. Well, that's three, and there's a fourth that I always think right, about. And an L, right, coming to Rosh Hashanah. Oh, right, an L to Rosh Hashanah, you wouldn't do it, right. Right, so it's four, but in, in a leap year, you'll have the, the nine. 13 months, so 13 minus four. Right, right. it would be it's nine. Be nine. So so it's the most you're going to have is nine. So it's funny, Yom Kippur yeah. Katan, which everyone thinks is is monthly, you really lose a third of it. It's funny. I don't know. I don't know why that strikes me, but... Uh... Correct. What, what is interesting, though, is that the ones that you miss out, you really say slichus right around there for another reason. Mm. If, you, if you analyze those four cases, you have, of course, Erev Shoshana. Right. Is not Yom Kippur cotton, but you say slichus, right. and then you have um, if you do if you say Bahab, so right. by you know, the Eir and Cheshvan, right. instead of Yom Kippur cotton, you have Bahab, which comes up right away. Oh, then Chanukah you have a Sarbat Tevis. You know, you know what you've just proven, Rabbi Heber, that the rabbis, as usual, never let us celebrate. If, we, if we're if we're missing slichus, they're going to make sure to get it back in there as as, as soon as they can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you have. Very good. I like that. Very, very good. Now, you pointed out to me that this year, we know Hanukkah is coming up uh, very, very soon. Uh, if it's Rosh Chodesh uh, tomorrow night, then Hanukkah is just three and a half weeks away. You said if, if a young man was born in 2004, there may be a problem with his bar mitzvah day this year. Right. A very, very interesting Shiloh. A really fascinating Shiloh. And that is, a, I guess, a, a brief introduction. As, yeah. as is well known, the months of Cheshvan and Kislev are, are, could be 29 or 30 days. You can right. have different combinations. It could, they could both be 29, they could both be 30, or you could have, like this year, 29 days in Cheshvan and 30 days 
in Kislev. And these are the only two months that that, that applies, right? Every other Correct. month, every other month That's is it. set, right? And it's interesting. And if, if you give me a chance to give a little drush at the end, sure. not too long. Don't <laughs> worry, not, not too long. I'll tell you an interesting insight into 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 those two months, okay. into these two months that okay. we're, we're coming up on. But anyway, so what happens is it's sort of like the February 29th issue that we have, and it works in two ways. In other words. If we compare Lahavdol February 29th, where it's not there, say so we all know people born on February 29th. I have my little Hall of Fame of of, of students who have been born on uh, February 29th, <laughs> yeah. and and you know they're only they're really 16, but they're only four, right. they're 20, they're right. 20, they're only five, right? They all joke around, right? So that when you have when someone's born the 30th of Cheshvan, uh, now 13 years ago was not uh, had also only 29 days of Cheshvan, but if someone's born the 30th of Cheshvan. And their bar mitzvah only had 29 days, so then their bar mitzvah is on the first day of the month, right? Like, again, like if someone's born February 29th, their birthday technically, legally, would be March the 1st. Right. But, but what about the other way, which is what happens now? And that is, if someone was born four, uh, 13 years ago, a boy was born in 2004 on Aleph Teves. Right. Okay, so that's the first, that is the sixth day of, was the sixth day of Hanukkah. Right. Okay, so now, but it was only one day of Rosh Chodesh. Right. One day of Rosh Chodesh. This year, there are two days of Rosh Chodesh in six, Kislev. Six and at seven. At the end of Kislev. Right. Two days. Right. So the question in the Paiskim is, how do we view that day? On one hand, it's Aleph Teves, so his bar mitzvah should also be Aleph Teves, right? right? That would be the simple way to look at it. Right. However, on the other hand, he was born on the first day of Rosh Chodesh Teves. It was only one day. So maybe his bar mitzvah should be the first day of Rosh Chodesh Teves, right. which would be a day earlier than, in other words, Lamed Kislev. Correct. So it's the difference of a day. So it's very interesting. The Bach, and the Mishabur Pasa is like the Bach, says you actually say his bar mitzvah is on the first day of Rosh Chodesh. Wow. Which means this kid was born on, on Aleph Teves, the first day of Teves. His bar mitzvah is going to be on the 30th day of Kislev. Right. So pretty pretty neat Mishabura that actually he's born in one month, his bar mitzvah is in a previous month. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah very it. fascinating. Now, of course, El Yerabba argues, and the Piskei Tshuva says, maybe what should be Machmir. So right. if you're the Rav of Ashul, with that case, you want to know which day is he going to lane and get get his uh, get his aliyah. Right. Uh, and now for the sermon. Go right ahead, Rabbi Heber. <laughs> <laughs> well, though, yeah. Why Why these two months? Why is it the beginning of Kislev and the end of Kislev right. are the only months that have um, 29, 30? So mm-hmm. the some say to do it early in the year, you know, take care take care of matters early. But I, I once saw an explanation that it's, it's you want to, you don't want to confuse people. Like if you would do it between Purim and Pesach, we know there's 30 days between Purim and Pesach. So you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, mess with those days. You do it during Svira, that would make Shavuos a different day. That right. would be very confusing. So they did it now. But the question I had for many, many years was, well, one second, it is confusing, because if somebody has, the Mishabura says this, if somebody has yard site on the last day of Hanukkah, they should not say the yard site's the last day of Hanukkah, because it could be the, the, the last day of Hanukkah could be Beis Teves, right. or it could be Gimel Teves, right. the second or the third. So it's very confusing. Bar mitzvahs and 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 yard sites. It's very confusing with this. With the middle of Hanukkah, could be switch around. This bothered me for a long time, until I, I, I once started following the answer. And that is that. What did the what, what is the purpose of these these twenty nine thirty days? Why do we do this? 
it helps, it fixes Rosh Hashanah. It makes the whole calendar fall into place. You see, next Rosh Hashanah has to fall out on a Monday. Right. And to make that happen, because the Mayla then, etc., to make that happen, we make Cheshvan 29 days, Kislev 30 days, and the rest is all smooth sailing all the way through El till Rosh Hashanah. So we really are, are as they say in Yiddish, Stelling Avek, we're establishing the calendar right now. Right. What did the Yavanim, as we enter Kislev, what did the, what did the Yavanim, the Greeks, the enemies who wanted to, to undermine the Jewish people and by the story of Hanukkah, they had three takanas, they had three gzeris. They said no Shabbos, no Mila, no circumcision, and no Rishchidosh. Now what is so terrible about no Rishchidosh? It would knock out, you know, we live by Yom Taivim. It's yeah. such a part of, of our lives. And if we wouldn't have Rishchidosh, we would not know when to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. It would be it would be catastrophic. So what do we do? When do we? So we tell the Yavadim like this: You try to undermine our whole calendar. You know when we're going to fix our calendar so that it's all smooth and perfect and everything in place at the beginning of Kislev and at the end of Kislev, the month that we celebrate Hanukkah and during Hanukkah is where we have the final. You know, we have 29 days this month, 30 days next month, and that puts the whole calendar in place to say you try to undermine our holidays and our Yom Tovim, we're going to fix them right during this Yontif of Hanukkah. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love it. Rabbi David Heber, okay, quickly, and we, we're we drop behind schedules very quickly. We know it's a year, 5778, seven, of uh, many three-day antifs, including Shavuos, by the way, right? Yes, So it's four, it's four three-day antifs if you don't live in Israel. Um, correct. It's, it's four. Erev Tavshilans, plenty of Erev Tavshilans. Right, we'll lots of Erev Tavshilans, correct. We had, and we'll have another one. No, um, no. The last no. days of Pesach in Israel also, which is not so common. Right, because because it'll be it'll be the eighth day of Pesach for us. It'll be Parsha Shmini for Israel, and we'll be off one Parsha. Exactly, right, right, right. right um, exactly. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I was jumping to say no Erev Tavshilans because I was thinking of Shavuos, but you're right. There is an Erev Tavshilans for Shabbos and, uh, you know, for the seventh and eighth day of Pesach. I didn't even think of that. Well, Call this year really very average. It's very even kill. It's, it's it's I guess for for the show it's not as exciting as some of our you know the right. earliest year and, <laughs> and then Thanksgiving is Hanukkah right. and all that. Even though it's pretty earlier this year, but but it's not it's not their Pesach in May. You know, it's right. a super late, super early, or all these interesting. Uh, last year we had the eclipse. Uh, all these interesting things. This year is really average. Three hundred fifty-four days in the year is the average number of days for a, a regular year. Right? There could be three fifty-three, fifty-four, fifty-five. Right. It's 354. Hey, the year where Rosh Hashanah starts on a Thursday and Pesach is a Shabbos is the most common combination. There are 14 different types of years. And, and you know, where you, you know, if you look at the day of the week of Rosh Hashanah and the day of the week of Pesach, and that sort of establishes the whole calendar, there are 14 different combinations. This one is by far the most common where you have Rosh Hashanah. On a you, don't have, you don't have a percentage on that, do you? I actually do have a percentage. I will tell you, I, I, uh, this I'm, I'll be honest, I'm cheating here. I have my little, my little booklet yeah, here, which good. <laughs> gives the percentages here. And this year is known as a Hey Chav Zion. Hey Chav Zion means Rosh Hashanah is on Thursday. It's a Kisidron, means 2930, Hezron Kislev, and right. Pesach is a Shabbos. 18% of the years wow. fall out like that. Which when you think no, about wonder, this, no wonder it feels like we always have three-day yeah. <laughs> because we always do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. I'm so, I, I must tell the people from Nefesh Benefesh they got to use this statistic to their advantage. Uh, I, I didn't realize the majority of the time we have a well, year like this. Those going for Shavuos. I know in Israel they miss Shavuos. Those people making Aliyah say they miss that two-day Shavuos. Now this year they have it. 
a little a little bit backwards, but they have it. Although Shavuos is great this Sunday, year. Sunday, Monday. Well, those, those in seminary and yeshiva for Pesach, it's a good year for them because they they that last day of Pesach, right. they're not walking through the shuk with everybody you know, eating bread, right. loaves of, of bread. Right. But I'll say I'll, I'll say two things. First of all, on the uh, on the you, you know that the the consolation prize for the three three day untifs is two things. <laughs> Number one, you have an amazing cholamoid on Pesach, an amazing setup for cholamoid on Pesach. Right, if you right. like, if you like to spend time with your family, it's a great week, right? Absolutely. And you have the greatest shvuas ever. Why? Because when you have to learn all night matzah Shabbos, it's great to have a good rest on Shabbos. <laughs> oh, that's right. Very, very good. <laughs> so you have very a good. couple of really nice consolation prizes coming up in the spring and summer. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. You bet so there right. you go. Rabbi David Heber, a kashrus administrator at the Star K. He is the rabbi of Kahal Avos Yisrael. Semach Tzedek in Baltimore, but for us, most importantly, he is our Jewish calendaric trivia expert. We are about to play your father's um, uh, Yehirotzon from Birchas HaChodesh, from Benching Rosh Chodesh. Give us a few seconds, tell us where your father was from, and uh, a little bit about him. My father was born in Poland, and he was a chazan and a rebbe in St. Louis for many years. Uh, he was a chazan, he was a, 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 a orthodox chazan in Tferes Yisrael. And the congregation, now known as Tik, and he was in Chassid Shalemis. Um, if those remember that story where they had the tombstones that were you know, pushed over, that cemetery also had a shul where my father was the Chazan. Wow. Not not near there; it was a, it was a few blocks away, but it was it was a very beautiful shul. And uh, he he made two records. Um, he was a very beloved Chazan, a very beloved Rebbe in the Epstein Hebrew Academy in St. Louis for 27 years, and a Chazan. And uh, he made two records. Uh, this is from his first record that that he, he he made in the late 1950s. He was about it is late. He was in his late in his late 20s when he made this record. And uh, this are very very nice pieces. And he was I known, really appreciate. And he was known as Cantor Samuel Heber. Yes, correct. And people knew him as Chazan Heber, Chazan Shmuel Heber, Cantor Heber. Right. And uh, you know this was Chazanus was was part of him, and he, he used, he taught his students. There are students all over the world, maybe some of them listening, that sing many Nagunim that he taught. He was a sixth-grade rabbi. He taught them Trump, how to lane. One second. So, you, so, so the, the Rabbi Heber who spent all that time with us in Manhattan Day School was a what to your father? My uncle. That's, that's my father's younger brother, my uncle Usher. Got it. Uh, and and your father's uh, Yehiratzon is going to close out this segment. Rabbi Heber, uh, all, all, what can I say to you on a day like this? I couldn't chodesh. What else? You too. I got chodesh. Shabbat to you and your listeners. Take care. Shabbat shalom. Birkata chodesh. Here it is. Kedr Samuel Heber at JM in the AM. I'm 
Chazen Shmuel Heber um, with the Hirotzon as uh, we get set for Shabbos Mavorchim here at JM in the AM.